Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Hi, welcome to this episode of Bodcast. I'm Lynn Clark, one of the regional support managers for the Practice Plan Group. Today, I would like to introduce Nahim Ahmed to discuss his experience as a mental health first aider. Would you like to tell us about yourself, Nahim? Yes. Hello, everyone. And thank you, Lynn, for having me. So I've been a mental health first aider for 20 years plus. I am Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Manager for Wesleyan. So I look after all of our people um, and I have worked in a range of different sectors. So I'm fairly new to finance. Um, so it's a whole new world for me meeting all of these wonderful people. I've formerly worked at uh, construction and infrastructure, uh, national projects. And then before that, I worked in retail as HR and training manager. And I was a mental health first aider in all of those roles. And I have, I've carried on with it since then. Amazing. That's brilliant. So can I ask you then to explain what a mental health first aider is and why we need them? Simply put, a mental health first aider is somewhere confidential for you to go to, somebody who's had a level of training and for you just to have a conversation, just talk about how you're feeling. And really, um, that's it for me. It's sort of getting it off your chest. You know, a mental health first aider for me is there to listen to you but also to signpost you if you need it and to really get you to sort of dissect and explore some of your thoughts and the way that I think every mental health first aider deals with things differently but the way that I sort of deal with it is a little bit of coaching in there to help the person sort of find their own resolution or solution or yeah. signpost them to to sources of support as well that they might not have even considered or known of before. No, that's really, really important. Um, so how long have you have you been doing this? I've been doing this for quite a while. And if I'm honest, um, it sort of found me and I didn't go seeking. So when I was in retail and you think about retail, you think about shops, don't you? You think about nice experiences. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I love shopping. I'm, I'm that person. Um, I think so. we all do. <laughs> Um, and really, for me, working in retail, one of the things I didn't expect to see, which I did see, was on average, we saw suicides. Um, and we saw anywhere between five to seven suicides a year. And the impact that that had on everybody, you know, members of the public that were shopping, um, centre staff, retail staff. You know, um, absolutely anyone that, that saw that happen. And it wasn't just in the vicinity, because you have to remember there's CCTV, there's a whole security yeah. centre, and people would see all of this happen. And yes, we deal with all of that situation. But then things like post-traumatic stress disorder, yeah. signposting to counselling. And for a lot of people, and for a very long time, for me, as a mental health first aider, and it fitted really well with my role as HR, was actually walking and talking with staff in that environment and about what they saw. And for a lot of those people, it was the first time. If you think security, you tend to think about, I'm, I'm going to go in, and I shouldn't talk about stereotypes, but I'm going to. Um, you think about a burly security officer, you know, masculine, 
not the done thing really to talk about emotions and all that's hogwash yeah, you know? yeah absolutely absolutely doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter what gender you are ethnicity background when you feel something and doesn't matter what it is and you feel the need that you need to talk about it then you need to talk about it and that that's where I come from you know and it's a mental huge ha- shock isn't it to witness something like that it's huge yeah and that was my first touch and then we realized actually um you know having mental health first aiders and having more of them in the business was a really positive thing um at the time as well i worked with cars lane church and we had qualified counselors that would just come in once a week just yeah. walk and talk with those that wanted it you know uh, really? and for us the yeah. center management that you know that was a really positive thing to do uh, it was the right thing to do as well definitely it's it's great I think all companies should have some sort of uh, mental health uh, backup for for their staff because it's it's so important makes a huge huge difference Um, so you mentioned to me earlier that there's a lot of myths going around around mental health what how what would what do you mean by this I think the biggest one for me is is both on employer employee side it doesn't really matter is is that mental health cannot and is not an illness and that's wrong you know that's completely wrong just as you get a cold and you don't feel your best similarly you might just wake up and not feel your best mentally and it's actually mind and body has gone hand in hand for you know centuries and centuries so this mindset that tends to creep in that says oh if someone's not feeling great I should still put them under more pressure because we have a deadline to meet and no no people don't perform when they're not at their best physically or mentally Um, that's one of the myths the other one is is it's not confidential as a mental health first aid I always say to people it's completely confidential Um, the only time I would ever break confidentiality is if you were a danger to yourself or somebody else in terms of safety and harm, you know, and I always say that on the outset of my conversations with people as well. I'm quite clear with them. Um, I also think there's some myths that people say if I talk to a mental health first aider or, you know, if I ask for time in my diary to talk to a mental health first aider, it will go against me because, quite frankly, people will think I'm losing my mind. So, (laughs) and that's just a myth as well. Your managers, especially, I've seen really good practice at Wesley and where it's a have to have, it's compulsory for managers to have that training themselves. So they're well placed and they're ready for their teams to be supported should they need it. It's there. Absolutely, absolutely. So why would you say then it's important to be having healthy conversations so the thing is I think having mental health first aiders is fantastic I think if you've got a culture and you want to have you know open conversations with people that you see every day about how you're feeling we tend to do that you know but sometimes we can mask that so if you think about when you say good morning to somebody they say good morning how are you fine you know um, and fine for me sometimes is you know frantic irate neurotic emotional (laughs) is quite a good yeah that's that's a good analogy i like that i like that (laughs) it's okay Mm. not to say i'm i'm not okay today yeah you know Uh, and it's it's good to just talk to people and maybe 
just 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 let them know let people know what your vibe is like for that day is what i i i say um and for me it works well talking about my emotions it, it helps it just helps me get it out of here um, me too i agree me too <laughs> so have a healthy conversation yeah and if you suddenly have that conversation you think i need to talk further then then do think about mental health first aid and if you haven't got access to one or you haven't got access to an employee assistance program there's always you know sources of support that you can literally two minute google and you'll see a raft of people that you can call and have that conversation with as well okay well thank you so much for your valuable insights today i'm sure that we can all take away some valuable tips from our conversation today and know where to ask for help should we need it um take care everyone and stay safe Thank you, Naheem. Thank you. Thank you. Stay safe, everyone. Bye. Bye.